fellow hooligans, and welcome back to another episode of Quick Quotes Podcast. It is me, one of your co-hosts, Roman, joined by the one, the only, the Goofy. What's up, Goof? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I think the, this is going to be scoffed, but uh, we're going to give it a try. Yeah, if uh, if you guys uh, notice uh, sound quality issues, it's because we're, uh, we're trying something new out. Um, I'm trying out uh, through the app on my podcast uh, platform. Uh, I can record remotely uh, with my phone, so we're trying to do a, a few episodes like this, see how it works out. Um, if it's good enough, uh, it might be something we do, you know, in a pinch in the future. Um, it's just something cool to uh, try out right now, you know, when there's pretty low stakes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what have you been up to this last uh, couple of weeks since we last hung out and recorded Goof? Me, nothing, man. What about you? Fuck a whole lot of everything. Yeah. You just work, work a whole lot of working, taking care of your family. And yeah, I had my nephew on. with me this last week, and so that was pretty fun. He just left uh, this morning. My sister took him. Um, and uh, yeah, man, just uh, work, trying to find time to do my fun stuff and hobbies. I'm supposed to be hobbying later on, you know, building, painting stuff. Um, and then uh, I've been trying to get as many games of Legion as I can. Uh, in preparation for the event we're going to in uh in January in Las Vegas, I want to make sure I do good enough with um <laughs> with my oh, list. Yeah, yeah. There's a tournament called Las Vegas Open LVO. Um, it's a pretty big mm. deal, so I, I want to make sure we do well. I'm going with a few of my buddies. Uh, here's a trick I learned a long time ago. Someone told me this. I don't know if it's true. Uh, before you start your little adventure, always go to a roulette table. Bet uh. Bet like a hundred on black. If you win, it's gonna be a good weekend. That's cool, man. I'm not trying to just drop money though. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. I, I spent like twenty dollars or something. Yeah, the um, what was I gonna say? The trip itself is already gonna be pretty pricey, just cause you know hotel and all that other stuff. Cause we're staying there for the weekend, pretty much. The event's yeah. a three, four day event. So, yeah, I'm just trying to mitigate the cost as low as possible. I'm like, all right, man, let me take some breakfast bars, you know, just to save money, that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just poor, dude. And then uh, I just said I said I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks, actually, um, for another a comic book convention. Um, so I set aside money for that already. We're, we're good to go on that. Um, but, yeah, it'd be nice to save money where I can. I've been selling off a bunch of my collectibles well, and stuff like but that. But what if you win? But what if I don't? <laughs> I don't know. It's a fifty-fifty. I know, right? What, what was that? Um, that uh, old Family Guy gag. It was, oh, let's take the box. It can be anything. It can even be a boat. You know how much you've been wanting the, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talking about quotes, goof. Uh, you got any fun quotes? Uh, you want to talk about or anything cool? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Um, this is a little bit of. Off brand, of, in my opinion, but it's still a good quote. You and I have both played the Bioshock game. Yeah, but, yeah. It's been a while, but yeah. Do you remember the one line they kept saying to the main character? I don't. It's been a long so time. Would, it's been a long time. Uh, someone's always talking to the main character, like there's a there's a voiceover or something talking to him. Yeah. And he always, he always ends the line with that. Would you would you kindly? Oh, would you kindly? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Vaguely, vaguely. It was until you said I was just like, oh, I don't know. Would you kind of like, yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> so the reason I bring up this quote is because it's such a good um, plot device, in my opinion. Uh, so throughout the game, you're you're playing as this guy. He's going through the the maze of the the what is it again? The underwater shelter. 
Uh, I forgot. Yeah, it was um, it's like it was like something in the line like escape sanctuary, something like that. Like uh, yeah. Dang it, dude. I'll, I'll look it up while you talk about it. Yeah. I'll look it up while you. Uh, but yeah, so you're you're doing your little adventure, and this guy is always talking to you, and he kind of gives you. It's a semi-order saying, "Hey, you should go do this over there," or "You should go do this over Rapture. there." But he would always say, "Would you kindly do this over there, or whatever?" And uh, the reason that stuck out to me is because the way it, the game ends, uh, that "Would you kindly" was a manipulation word. I was gonna phrase. say it's a manipulation, like they're they're manipulating your mind. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, would you call it a trigger word, or what, what do you call it when you activate a, a soldier or something? Yeah, it's um, fuck, man. There is a word for it, and I'm I'm brain farting right I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but it's pretty much like I, I said. I, it, it triggers the you know like the the brainwashing. It's uh, it, it like actually, these yeah, it cells. The, like if you think it's the Winter Soldier and you give him the activation phrase and he just goes crazy right. or whatever. But this one's a little bit crazy. It's a little bit more subtle. Where you think you're in control, and the whole game you're like this guy's talking to you. You're, you're hearing would you kindly, you just think, oh, he's just being nice. But it turns out it's a manipulation thing, and the whole game you're doing these things for the wrong reasons under the guise of, like, oh, he's just leading me the way. He's trying trying to help me out. Right. So the, by the by the end of the game, you're like, oh, wait, what? I was tricked this whole time. Yeah, you're being manipulated the whole time to do bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> This gives this game a little bit more depth, just as one little phrase that he's been using this whole time. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, which uh, kind of it played into <laughs> the whole game. It plays into the whole game. The whole game. It's there the whole game the whole time. You know, you don't pay any attention to it because, I mean, why would you? And this guy's just talking to you nicely or whatever. So you're just going doing things, and you're thinking you're doing the right thing, but when it comes up to the end of the game, you're like, fuck. They got me. They got me fucking good. Yeah, that is a good one, dude. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, movies or whatever shows where they have something like that where at the end, like, there's a quote and it's like it, it like wraps up the game or wraps up the um, the story or something like that. You know, the movie and you're like, oh, that's what they meant, right? That yeah, is, exactly. That is a good one. Yeah, my quotes uh, for this episode, they're all pretty much Simpsons related because, I don't know, I just got on a really big Simpsons kick. And, and that's one of the shows that I do quote a lot, like an absurdly amount. Like the first quote, okay. I quote it all the time because I, I play a lot of games, right? You know, I do a lot of stuff where it's just, you know, comic books, shit like that, where, you know, people are fighting hustling. And one of my favorite ones is from the episode called Homie the Clown, where Homer becomes a, <laughs> a crusty uh, – um, authorized like clowns so you can go to birthday parties grand opening stuff like that as crusty and there's one where <laughs> he's at the crusty burger and then there's their like hamburglar equivalent to crusty and <laughs> they're like oh no it's the whatever the cheese burglar or something and uh <laughs> homie's like oh no he's trying to steal all the burgers and he goes and he jumps them he starts beating him up and he's just beating the crap out of him there's a poor little kid on the side and he says this he's like stop stop he's already dead <laughs> he starts crying <laughs> dude i say that all the time i'll be playing you know star wars yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> I'll be playing like Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Legion, and they're 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 shooting at my Vader, and it's like, bro, you just you killed this. Like, stop, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> I 
I think I hear that on media a lot as well. Oh, it's dude, like, I love it, man. It is quotable like crazy from The Simpsons because it's, it's a memorable show, but just the phrase itself, it's like, stop, stop, he's already dead. Yeah, it, it's, crying. yeah it's such a good quote. It's such a good quote. And that's the one thing that I love about the classic Simpsons, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, dude, like, and the classic Simpsons, I really do miss how quotable it was, because again, I'll go through a lot more of my quotes uh, throughout this episode, but it's like, um, they're all good, and they're all fun, it's just, again, it reminds you of watching good writing, like, it's just written really well. Yes. I feel like the newer Simpsons, yeah, I just feel like the newer Simpsons isn't quotable anymore, like, it's just not memorable or anything. I still I hear they have like a really good writing team. It's just it's it's not hitting the way it, it used to be. Yeah, it definitely. If that makes sense. I feel a lot of it and, too. Um, what were you saying? Uh, a, a lot of that it happens to a lot of shows where they carry on too long. Like uh, another example, South like Park. you put it was a uh, Family Guy. Oh yeah, Family South Guy Park too. as well. Family Guy, South Park, all these shows that have been running for so long. You know what I feel like it too is. Like South Park, it's not even the, like the out of touch thing. Like cause South Park had the problem too, and I think the, the same problem that South Park had that the Simpsons had is there. When you go so long, you kind of cease to explore the town, to explore the ha- inhabitants. So you stop finding all these new, unique characters or locations or things about the area they live in and the show and the universe they inhabit, right? So you basically have to go back to the ones that are already established and there's only so many times you can do that before you're like, I've seen it all, I've done it, you know? Or like, there's that that uh, South Park episode, The Simpsons Did It, right? The Simpsons Did yeah, It, Simpsons Did It. Say. And it's like, yeah, The, the yeah. Simpsons, I feel they don't explore Springfield anymore. Like, you don't find new fun characters. There's always some cameo of a celebrity, so... I, I feel like that's part of it as well because I have watched the last few seasons of Simpsons on a, I think it was on Hulu before they put it on uh, Disney Plus and or for the newer seasons at least, and it was good. Like they had good episodes, but I don't remember any of it. Like I don't remember any of it in the sense of like there's no iconic quotes or moments, you know. Um. Yeah, and um, I, I keep thinking back to the to the what you're saying about bringing celebrities, and I think that's your only way to stay relevant. Yeah. Because if you see a famous person, you're like, well, I can kind of relate. But um, something that I, I heard a long time ago, I think you heard it as well, is um, it's a, I think that there's a problem with um, with confidence in their animation and their drawing style. Yeah, where, with um, Simpsons, the problem with the Simpsons is uh, it's it takes longer than South Park. I mean, South Park was at one point doing it in about a week. Like that's that's unheard of, yeah. dude. Uh, I remember I, I saw that was it a documentary or something where they talked yeah, about yeah it was like eight days animation. to air or something like that yeah and uh, I feel like half of that was like them procrastinating I don't remember much of it but it, it would come down to like the last day and they're just trying to like get everything together at the last minute and it still turns out to be a pretty good show which is uh, in my opinion pretty good on their part if they can work on a spot like that work with the with the very really quick uh, deadline. Yeah, exactly. It's just something in, not sustainable, obviously, because they don't do it anymore, right? And just not – I mean, like, it's good. It, it, it keeps them relevant. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I don't know, man. It, it's hard. It's hard to – you know, when you catch lightning in a bottle, eventually the, the electricity just dis, dis, dissipates, right? Like, it just – it's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah the, um, it'll be gone. Like, you'll see it eventually. Like, 
Like if you stop watching, if you watch South Park like the first two seasons, stop watching it, came back to it, you're like, oh wait, this show's still around. You'll be interested, but um, when you come back to it, you're like, this isn't the same thing that I used to watch. It, it's completely different. What's right. that boat metaphor? Where uh, there's that boat where it goes sailing and you replace a board on the ship. And by the end of the trip, your your the whole ship's been completely changed. And yeah, it's, it's different. Ship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like humans. We shed so much of our sails, cells, and stuff throughout our life. We're completely different people every now and then. Like, you know, in, in the sense yeah. of we're we're not what the base materials we started with, really. Yeah, exactly. So that that's what sometimes I think about the the, the Simpsons or South Park because uh, think of South Park. How many times did they used to kill Kenny? Every episode. Every episode. It was and a big deal when they didn't. They, yeah, it was a very big deal when they did it. And uh, when you, when even they re- realized the the gag is dead. <laughs> to to put it in terms, the gag is dead. We we overdid it and we we turned it around. We didn't kill him. Right. Yeah. Like there, it's so meta, right? It, it, it's beyond meta. It's expected. Like it, it's more than it's. It's like asking, does does the sun is the sun gonna rise tomorrow? It's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, another one of the quotes that I had from The Simpsons that I loved, and I forgot about until I was, you know, watching because I was watching some Simpsons, Simpsons episode with my nieces and nephews and a couple buddies, and one of the, mm-hmm. my favorite ones is from the uh, the uh, episode Lisa the Vegetarian, <laughs> and there's a point, okay. you know. Um, where uh, they're on the couch and something about a salad comes up. Lisa brings up a salad or whatever, and then Homer and Bart start uh, singing, "You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad." And they start like conga lining <laughs> around the living room, and then eventually the mom yeah. joins. Uh, Marge uh, joins in on the conga line. She's also singing, "You know, you don't win friends with salad." And I'm just laughing because that's such a stupid little joke, but it's so funny, dude. And then. Uh, <laughs> Marge is like, yeah, um, you know, I'm not picking sides. It's just a very catchy uh, tune, <laughs> <It's a catchy song. laughs> right? But that, what that, season was that? Uh, it was one of the earlier ones. I don't remember. I just remember the the where I looked up the name of the episodes because I looked at the name of the episodes for the uh, the quotes I wanted to pull up. But this one's the one that yeah, had yeah. um Paul and Linda McCartney. Um, so Paul from the Beatles, right? Okay. Um, they're yeah. hanging out on Apu's uh hidden garden on his roof because they're vegetarians. So they're, they're you know they're getting uh vegetables and stuff like that um, from his garden because Apu's also vegetarian as well. Um, a lot of people actually from uh, Indian descent are vegetarian just because it's so difficult to get. Um, I forget what it was exactly they don't eat. They don't eat. They either don't eat beef or they, they don't, don't eat, eat cows. Or yeah, yes, yeah, so they don't. Yeah, so it's just difficult and it's easier for them to just be like, let's just do full vegetarian. Um, and uh, what, what was some cool background to the episode was um, uh, Paul and Linda um agreed to come on to the episode to cameo on it if they made lisa vegetarian and uh and i th- it's either Is that when she turns vegetarian yeah yeah that's when she turns vegetarian and i think it was either oh, okay they, when they agreed on it it was only supposed to be like temporary or they might have said for the rest of the series but either either they the the initial agreement was for the rest of the series or the writers liked it so much that it was for the rest of the series you know uh, but that it, was a good cool sense with their character I think that's also the same episode because I have another quote that I use all the time uh, where the uh, 
I, I say it all the time where it's like, it's just a little airborne. It's just a little airborne. It's okay. It's okay. It's just a little whatever, you know? And I think that's the episode where, um, uh-huh. the pig gets launched. Lisa's like taking the pig from the barbecue and she like launches it or something like that or it gets flown or whatever, you know? And he sees that it's flying. He's like, it's just a little airborne. It's just a little airborne. It's okay. It's okay. And then it lands in like the canal or the river or whatever. It's just a little wet. It's just a little wet. It's okay. It's just a little mossy. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but I think that was the same episode, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Simpsons come up with so many funny jokes. And, again, yeah, the Simpsons did it. Like, at least they were so unique and creative that um, it's memorable. Like, that quote is memorable because (laughs) – You just remember, you're just like, what the fuck, right? (laughs) The – another – Another quote that I like from The Simpsons is, uh, so from, I mean, this one's pretty straightforward. Um, I say it all the time. Um, and there's really no specific episode. Uh, it's just, uh, Mr. Bernstein where he just says, excellent, excellent. Cause I'm always, yes. yeah, excellent, yes. excellent. When, Who does when it? you say that, I feel, I feel like putting my fingers together, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Whenever, you you can't help. That, yeah. Excellent. excellent excellent like you just can't help doing it and and <laughs> um like dude like yeah who who hasn't um who, who hasn't like ever quoted that or seen it like i feel like you'd have to be like uh like uh, literally like living under a rock or in the middle of nowhere you've never had like any type of uh contact with the outside world or somebody who's had tv and not had it permeate to you even through osmosis because at some point even if you never watched it like maybe a friend was like excellent excellent you know and and touching their fingers right you know bridging their fingers it's like dude that's just so out there like there's no way like you just haven't heard it It, it's so evil like yeah iconic i think that's what makes it the most memorable because you're like this person is evil but it's funny the way he he portrays his evil by by just saying a single word which is, I would never think the word excellent is evil or anything. Right. But the way he says it, his cadence and the way he carries the word, plus his his demeanor with the way with his fingers, that that is that's supposed to be evil. So yes, that's very memorable. I, I can I can totally agree with that. What about you? Got any more quotes? Uh, I got a little bit more serious one. Uh, you remember reading? Uh, you and I both read the. Uh, one of the Flash books. Remember when he turns into the the Black Flash? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, give me one second because I need to pull something up. But uh, to give a little bit of context, uh, we all in the the timeline that that happened, the Barry Allen, the Flash, is dead. Yeah, he's been dead for well for, since uh, the eighties, uh, since uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, well, I'm trying to give a little bit of a timeline, but yeah, you're correct. And uh, the current Flash is um, Wally West. Yes. And um, the quote I'm going to give you is... Uh, one that... Um, he, he says this to Superman. And it's a little bit out of context, but I'll give context for it. He says, those were for charity, Clark... And then he just speeds away. Yeah, you know yeah. That's that a reference. Yeah, because um, Superman was like, "Hey, come on, I, you know I can keep up with you. You know we, we've shown him the races in the past. What were they trying to stop him do, from doing? It, he was 
So he was running and he was trying to get back into the Speed Force because he came out yeah. as the Black Flash, and he's uh, he's taking out all the speedsters. Um, anybody who's outrun, outrun that, that's that's what he's trying to do, right? Right. So he's running around and he's causing all this mayhem, and the only one that's actually kind of keeping up with him is Superman. And yeah, he's keeping up with him more or less while he's trying to run, and he's like, "Hey, man, you need him. I've kept up with you before. I've even beat you in a couple of races." You you can't keep away from me forever. And he says, and I quote, those were all for charity and just boom, glasses away. Yeah, like and, it just shows you how he was just playing with them. Yes, exactly. And it's not so much playing with them. It's like, hey, this is for a good cause. Well, uh, not, I want Not just that, like at that show. moment when, when he's talking to Superman, you know, like Superman's keeping oh, up with them. Oh, okay. And it just shows you like, yeah, 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 he's just playing with him. He's like, dude, if I wanted to leave, like if I didn't want to hear you out, you you wouldn't even be near me. Like... Mm-hmm. And I like it so much because I've always been, you know me, I've always been such a big Flash fan. And uh, when there's always been that debate who's faster, Superman or the Flash. It's the Flash. And when they went, well, you never know, right? Because uh, there, there's been different iterations of it. Like, oh, sometimes Superman wins, sometimes the Flash wins. Sometimes it's a tie because you can't really decide because. No one wants their, their the strongest superhero to be the loser, right? You don't want right. to be a loser. I get that, but to the extent is Flash has, you know, that's the title too, right? Fastest Man Alive, the Flash, right? So again, like when you have the guy who can fly, shoot lasers, is super strong, impervious, whatever, frost breath, and he's the fastest man alive along with the Flash, like it doesn't make sense. So at some point, someone has to have. You know the title. Someone has cool. to have some kind of edge on him. Yeah, exactly. That's, correct. that's what was so cool about uh, when, the when, comic uh, Flash War. Um, him and Bar- or Barry and Wally finally go at it, and Wally's just a little more faster. And the very issue following uh, the 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 ending of that, Barry Allen's like, yeah, he's he's talking to himself, and he's like, my name is Barry Allen, and I'm the up until recently I was the fastest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love Wally more than than Barry. But well, it makes sense because with the Speed Force stuff, the, he was it was introduced during his run. He's always been more in tune with the Speed Force. Like that's just the thing. I thought uh, I thought it was Barry who created it, though. I, it was probably retcon that way. But when the Speed Force was first mentioned, it was in the Flash, the Wally West comics. Oh, okay. I think Mark Wade created it. I don't remember, but the fact that they have, so and like going back to Superman. The fact yeah. that it was solidified and with that, with uh, I think I don't I don't say it's solidified, but for me it was solidified. Yeah, there, there, there's a moment have, where they actually published that, like, yeah, this is this is legit. They, well, they put it out there, and even he himself, the Flash, the character, says, "Hey, I was just kidding in those other races. Hey, they're just for, for charity. Good, it was for a good cause. I was give, I was putting up a good show because no one would want to come back if he smokes them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly." Would you come back to a losing fight? I wouldn't. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones because it's a little bit short or whatever, but it solidifies one of my favorite characters against another very powerful character in, in the DC universe. So um, another um, quote I have real quick yeah. uh, to go in between your, your next one. Uh, are you familiar with the Simpsons character Uter Zorker? Sounds familiar, but no. So uh, you might remember him from his most famous quote, Don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's from the episode. Okay. He's a Uter, Uter Zorker's a he's a chubby kid. He's a foreign exchange student um from Bavaria, Germany. Um but he that quote comes from uh the episode um Lisa on Ice. So I don't know if you remember the episode where Lisa joins the hockey team. That sounds familiar. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um I think Homer's the coach too. And he's in there, you know, cause Lisa's his little girl. So he's like, there's not going to be any bullying or this and that, you know, um, cause she's a girl. He goes, I, I, I don't want anybody to be made felt bad or whatever, you know, like nobody, whatever comments or this and that. And then he sees Uter, you know, without a shirt on. I think he's naked. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, Oh my God, look at his little man boobs or look at his little, uh, <laughs> like breasts or whatever. And he starts, he's like, somebody get me a towel. He starts whipping him. So Uter is running. He's like, don't make me run i'm full of chocolate <laughs> such a fun that, one that, dude you can tell where they got the inspiration from from oh uh, yeah augustus gloop yes exactly so anybody who watches that most likely saw uh what is it willy wonka or yeah charlie and chocolate factory charlie, charlie and the chocolate factory exactly so you, immediately you're gonna <laughs> laugh because you're like okay i know what they're referencing and he says a funny thing i'm full of chocolate <laughs> I, I I I know I've seen that episode, but I can't recall. Because he he runs naked head. too. He <laughs> he's yeah, like running through the locker. Don't make me run! I'm full of chocolate. Oh, it's the best, dude! It's the best. Oh my god, classic <laughs> Simpsons. What's another quote you got, Goo? Okay, let me see. I'm gonna save that one for another time. Um, I like this one because it's 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 overused, and I think it's really funny. It's from the Fast and the Furious. It doesn't family? matter if you want to. Oh. It's, no, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> well, family. There's a lot of family in that. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning, winning is winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I use it. I try not to use it because it's so cliche, but uh, no, it happens a lot. Yeah, it, it happens a lot in, uh, especially in the gaming events, you know, because especially in a lot of these, like either if it's trading card or board game, you're winning when, when, when it's two good players, you're literally just winning by like one point or one little thing. And you can tell someone, dude, I almost had you, man. I almost had you. And, it was, and then, you know, the, the, the response. The line, yeah. <laughs> that or then uh, is, I was so close, you know. Um, it goes, yeah, close only matters. Yeah, like if, horseshoes I, if and I just had this one thing, right? Exactly. If I had just one thing, one more turn, one point, I would have yeah. won. And then he's like, well, Does it doesn't matter, matter but man. you didn't. Winning is winning. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. Right? You... <laughs> what was it? Yeah, uh, I saw it. It's really funny. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, talking about that, I'm going to interject with two quotes because, uh, you know, they're not Simpsons related or anything, okay. but it's uh, whenever if people always say, if only, like, if only, I always say, Goofy, I don't know if you ever heard of me or if you remember, if only, if only the woodpecker side, the bark yeah, yeah, on yeah. the tree was as soft as the sky. <laughs> I always say that. People, you know, the people who get it, get it like, oh, cool, you know, and then the ones who don't are like listeners right now are like, what the fuck is that from? <laughs> Dude, Holt's fucking dumb. <laughs> exploded like for five years and then after that it's dead well there's only the one book and the one movie yeah but you would think like it was it was a it was a pretty big phenomenon yeah cause and, it, was, um, it was a good story it was a good story stanley Yelmets. it was decent i liked stanley it Yelmets. i could yeah, fix and that the name itself was pretty funny as well but um yeah it, it sucks that it only lasted that one thing well there's a lot of things that are one-offs and they 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 last forever well, pe- like people, well, people still like holes, though, dude. Again, the people our age who well, remember which it. Which is more memorable. Yeah. Which is more memorable. 
well, Charlie Chuck Factory is because it's older. It's had longer to exist, but people are, they're, they're still going to like holes, dude. Like, it's still going to be out there. It's still a book that's probably thrown in at uh, elementary school, stuff like that. Another thing that I bring up, too, when we're talking about, like, board games or whatever, you know, um, I always just say it in my head because uh, when people are like, oh, I can't reach this or, oh, I barely didn't get this, I always say, barely, which is a reference to the quote from, uh, uh, <laughs> There's this uh, lady being arrested saying that she was part of, like, a uh, getaway driver or whatever. And she's like, I'm legally yeah. blind. <laughs> and, like, oh, so you can't see at all? And he goes, oh, I can see barely. <laughs> so every time people bring barely. it up, I'll be like, barely. <laughs> uh, I'll send you the link for the video. But it's it's sad, but it's hilarious okay. at the same time, dude. But, yeah, nonsense and quotes. Sorry to break the theme, but, you know, uh, sometimes this is pop up where it's yeah, like, i got to bring up a cool quote that I use or a quick quote, you know, um, that I use on a daily That's basis almost. About <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, I did the the chocolate. What what else you got? You got any other cool quotes or quick quotes? Um, here's one I told a friend the other day. Um, we, you and I both watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, what's uh Tyrion? Uh, he says, um, wear like armor. And they can never use it to hurt you. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. Okay, and that's in reference to uh, his uh, his stature or what he's made of, yeah, or whatever. So obviously this guy's been bullied his whole life, whatever, blah blah blah. He doesn't like it or whatever. So what does he do? He owns up to it, right? He yep. uses it, he makes it his strength. So that's what um I always like that quote because people don't do that too often. They let people get to them with uh, with whatever they're trying to use to harm them. And uh, that quote really got to me because if you use something like armor, it can never be used to hurt you. That makes sense in your mind. Right. So so obviously he's being, whenever he's being made fun of, it's either his stature, the way he looks, whatever, right? Right. So when he owns up to it and he uses it as a, he uses it as a more of a defense mechanism and it turns on, it turns on the person, really. Right. It, it's it's like hey, why I can't hurt this guy anymore. Not only exactly. can I not hurt him, but but he's he's using it against me, and he's obviously smarter than I am. Exactly. I think that's one of those things where it's it's harder. It's hard when you have. It's hard to pull off. Well, not just that. I was gonna say it's hard coming to this mindset where it's like yes, you know, I have you know flaws, right? For any everybody's got flaws, and it's hard to own up mm -hmm. to them, and it's it's hard to not be tender at the touch of those flaws right where you're like you know not getting hurt and it's diff definitely difficult uh turning around on people i was just talking to my nephew about it you know because i'll joke around with them and stuff you know and be like stop bullying me or this and that i'm like dude you got to get smart because the reality is people are gonna you know anytime there's anything to pick on they're gonna find it one way or another so you gotta be able to turn around on them either throw something back at them or just lean into them and be like yep i'm whatever this and that and then that like i said it disarms them and it, it kind of gets mm -hmm. them off balance like you know and who who knows how to make fun of you the best than yourself right you know what everything that's wrong with you like you know exactly it, yeah so it's like yeah it's, it's hard to get that mindset going but uh it's definitely you'll be better off in the long run knowing you know being a lot of it's just being secure in who you are right mm -hmm. and, and it's something confidence. that i feel like a lot a lot of younger people should take a little bit more uh into consideration because um again you're going to go through a lot when you're younger and you're a lot softer when you're younger. Yeah. You build you're, those, uh, um, you're, you're not as developed. Yeah. You're, you're just like, okay, I need to, you need to grow better as a person 
And I feel like if if you learn to deal with these things in a better way other than just running away or or crying about it or or getting help. And there's nothing wrong with getting help. Right. Let me be clear about that. But if you learn to do it yourself, you'll be a lot better off on your own when you're when you're on your own because you will be in one day, right? Yeah, you want to build up that resilience. You can't you can't insulate yourself from the world in the sense of if you want to live in the world, you got to be part of it. And you know what? Unfortunately, the world can suck sometimes, and you can't make everybody be completely nice all the time because what's nice for some person is bad for another one. You know, some people think just because they don't get their way, other people aren't being nice to them. And that's just not how the world works. So you can build up that internal yeah, exactly. resilience, those internal skills and tools to be able to understand the feelings coming in, what to do with them, how to you know, deal with it and, and, you know, continue going. Uh, that's definitely uh, something that people should look at in general, e- even adults. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I really like that quote because you take it from this character who's physically flawed, right? But right. mentally he's all there. And not only that, but he grew up a lot faster because he had to. Right. Um, he's probably one of the smartest these, guys in, all, uh, in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he had to, not he had to use his intelligence and he had to grow up faster, or else the world would have ate him alive a long time ago. Correct, correct. Um, another. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, so another quote uh, I have. Um, I, I got two more. Um, so let me see if I can pull it up. The episode okay. is from Bart Gets Famous, and uh, in the scene... Um, is uh Homer, you know, Bart gets famous. Homer gets a call. I'm assuming from agents or something like that. And uh, he's at the power plant and he's coming out of a shower. He's mid shower and uh, he's naked and wearing a towel. He answers the phone. He's like, "Hello, you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel." <laughs> it's just a throwaway line, but you're just like, "What the it's fuck?" Right, but I think it's um, I think it's a song though. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Song by Let's Swim Get Swimming. No, that was released twenty nineteen though, dude. So no, yeah, it's it's just such a random quote, right? Like you'll have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> like, probably from right. And then uh I'll throw in another quick one as well. Um This is from the episode Lisa Gets an A. And it comes from one of my favorite characters, which is Ralph Wiggum. Who doesn't love Ralph, right? Like Ralph is the best. Yeah. And um he uh <laughs> I, I broke off the first part, but basically Lisa's being shown around. They're, they're, they're trying to convince her to not leave the school, right, for a better one, you know, with better, like, resources and teachers and all that stuff. Um, so they're yeah. showing her, like, oh, a computer training program or whatever, and it's a single old computer. It, it might have been new at the time because, it's you know, this is the 90s, um, but it has Ralph on there, and he's spelling cat, C-A-T, and he goes, oh, hello, or what was it? Uh, he, at first, he's talking to the or Skinner and uh, Superintendent Chalmers are talking to him, and uh, Ralph's like, hello, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Um, and then after he spells cat right, he's like, C-A-T, and he says, I'm learning with a D, and I use that all the time, dude. You know, me and somebody are figuring stuff out, but they're like, oh, that's how it works. I'm learning. Like, I say that <laughs> all the time, dude, all the time. <laughs> That's a good one. Like, I I I literally don't remember that episode, but yeah, I, you'll have Ralph to watch it, man. Yeah, you'll have to watch it again. It's called what Le- was one of the one of the things. Lisa gets uh, an one A. One of the things he says. I oh. I, I, I choo- choose you. I choo choo choose you. 
<laughs> I was, oh, classic Simpsons. Dude, that's another one. Let me find out what the name of the episode is. But I say this shit all the time, and people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Let me see. Give me the line. The the line is, hold on, I want, I want to pull up the episode. Um, It's the uh, episode where um, it's it's called I Love Lisa. And in that episode, right, you know, you talk about it like it's a, it's a Valentine's Day card. And he's like, uh, he didn't get one. So Lisa, because um, everybody's looking around and you see like they have their little Valentine's Day boxes for people to drop stuff off of. And um, Lisa notices that Ralph has gotten zero Valentine's Day cards. So she erases the name off of one sh- that she got. And, you know, puts to Ralph or whatever and puts it in there. And it says, I choo choo choose you. And uh, he falls in love with her, right? And then um, mm-hmm. takes her on, you know, buys her nice stuff, I think. Takes her on dates and whatnot. Or tries to take her on dates. And I think they end up going to, like, an award show or something. He's dressed up. And uh, that was being recorded. And um, I think she says something like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not your girlfriend. Or I don't want to. Um, I don't want to um, date you. Yeah, I don't want to date. Let me see if I can find exactly what she says. Um, that episode was heartbreaking, man. Let me see. Well, the reason I bring it up and tells Ralph she never liked him and only gave him a Valentine's Day card because she felt sorry for him. And then, yeah, Bart having taped the event replays the scene, and he, and he's like, <laughs> you can see the moment where his heart breaks, and then he keeps rewinding yeah. and pushing it, and you just see it like. Ugh. Oh, and yeah, I, his, the facial expressions. Like, yes, and well, he's clutching his face chest face. and everything. And then I, I just I say that all the time. And he goes, "If you rewind it and play it slowly, you can see the moment where his heart breaks." I'll say that every now and then. Obviously, that's a very situational quote, but oh my yeah. god, oh my god, is it great, dude? Like when you can pull it off, people are just like, "Oh, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> oh my god! Can, can we can we talk about something real quick? Do they still do that Valentine thing in school where they give out Valentine's to everybody? You have to give it to everyone because the do stuff they still like do that? I'm I'm sure they do. I'm sure that if you want to give out Valentine's Day cards, you have to give them to everyone. And I'm sure it's because the situation is like with Ralph, where no no one gave him any. Yeah, they don't exactly. want kids feeling left out. Which I think it would feel bad if you didn't have any to give out too. If you're poor, right? Like, yeah, um, and that, that's a, I wish schools would stop doing that because that's such a fucking thing to do. Make every, make them give to everyone. I, I guess they they have it yeah. in mind now. You know, you get the boxes and it has a bunch of them in there. I think. Uh, yeah, they, well, they obviously make the boxes like in packs of thirty or something, and you just yeah. write the name of the person or whatever. I think I gave Mike a box of Harry Potter ones one time, so he can give them out. Like as an adult, I was like, "Hey, Mike, I bought you a uh-huh. box of Harry Potter Valentine's Day cards." I think he didn't want to give them. Out. He's like, "No, I want to keep them." <laughs> I would want to keep them too. They probably wouldn't make them anymore. Right. <laughs> That's funny though, man. You got any uh, last quotes you want to throw in before we wrap it up? Um, I think I'm gonna save this one for next time because I, I saw what you had on your list. Cool, so cool. I'll save it. Awesome. Alrighty, guys. Um, for the time being, if you have any questions, any suggestions, any fun quotes you want to share with us, uh, you can do it on the Weaving Words podcast, uh, Gmail, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We got the Hooligan Squad Discord server as well. Uh, but this has been episode two of Quick Quotes, uh, with Goofy and Roman. See you later, guys. Adios. Bye.
I'm excited, bro. Like the intro for this series of podcast is going to be basically I'm thinking the DuckTales song. But it's, every time it says DuckTales, I'm just going to say Goof's House. Like oh my God. a hurricane here. Goof's House.